From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today, I'm talking about trauma. I'm talking about how trauma is stored within us and those highly emotional memories that play out in your mind and what's there in the unconscious mind that is keeping you up at night and how do we resolve those traumas, those moments in our lives. But before I get into that, I want to go over your comments on last week's Q&A episode, which you guys found it to be really useful, and I always love answering your questions. And Vic93 leaves a comment saying, I really connected with what you said about choosing whether or not smoking weed is right for you. When I would go a day or two without smoking, I felt more in control over how I was feeling and I enjoyed the clear-headedness. And that's one important thing to understand whether or not something is right for you is to actually stop doing the thing and see how you feel. It was only when I stopped smoking weed in my past that I realized, wait a minute, I just don't think this is for me. And then I stopped smoking. So I appreciate your comment, Vic, and I appreciate you sharing your story with us today. Fernanda V says, I enjoyed this episode. I am currently working on the desensitization process. It's no picnic, but the feelings of conquering your fears are amazing. William says, I always look forward to your episodes every week because they are helping me to rebalance my life and heal much love. Thank you for your comments. If you do want to leave a comment or share your story, please send me a message on unpluganxiety.com under contact. Send me your story and let me know if you want me to share your story on the podcast as well. And I'll ask you as well if you want me to share your your comment. So I appreciate it. You can also leave me a comment on the YouTube version of the podcast. So today I'm talking about trauma and I love this topic because we all have traumas. We all have stored negative energy that needs to be released. So how do we do that? Well, first, I want to answer the question, how do we store trauma? Encountering an event that causes strong negative emotion, if undealt with right away, will get stored within the unconscious mind. The negative energy will remain living within you. And that negative energy can cause all sorts of real health concerns. And you hear about energy a lot if you are looking into spirituality, if you're reading about spirituality, if you're interested in meditation, you will hear about energy. Energy 
if undealt with, can get stored and will manifest itself in such a negative and harmful way. It can produce a lot of frustration, anger, resentment, bitterness within us. And, well, that needs to be resolved. The reason we hold on to this negative, highly emotional event is so that we do not encounter this threat again in the future. If you do not fully understand what happened in that event and resolve the issue, it will continue to play out in your mind. You can think of it as a safety mechanism naturally built in us all. Have you ever wondered why when you're sitting on the subway or when you're driving your car or just sitting with your family, you remember an embarrassing moment or a highly emotional moment from your past and you relive it for the next minute or two. You can view this experience as a sign from your unconscious mind. This is something you need to resolve, so pay attention. That's what, that's what your unconscious mind is saying. This is something you need to resolve, so pay attention to me. But most of us are not taught how to resolve them, so we just repress them. We just ignore them. We get caught up in the memory. We get caught up in that mental movie. And then we push it away and we come back. And it usually plays out in your mind as a short movie. You can also look at it like a GIF. You know those GIFs that you send your family and friends on social media? Those three-second clips that replay and replay and replay? That's what's going on in your mind. Your mind is replaying the height of the trauma that you're remembering, the height of the moment, right? Maybe you're sitting in class and something embarrassing happens to you, right? You play out that, that clip of that moment, the height of that trauma. Maggie came to me, my fiance. She is a, a vet tech. And um, that job is tough because she has to deal with animals every day. She loves animals, but it's tough because there's a lot of stress involved with the clients, with the animals, and even with the the with putting them down. It's very, very stressful. And she's a she's a tough woman. And so Maggie came to me one day and she said to me, I I had a I had something happen today at work. I want to talk about it. It was really stressful. I made a mistake and it it really it really bothers me. And she's fairly new at the job, so she's going to make a lot of mistakes and I and she wanted to come and talk to me about it and I told her, "Yeah, you're going to relive the mistake over and over and over again until you sit with yourself and you figure out what happened. You go through the event in your mind. What happened? What mistake did you make? Did you make? If you were to relive the experience again, what would you do instead? What would you say instead? How would you act instead?" And so Maggie was like, oh, that's such a relief. Thanks for helping me and I'll do that. And I do that with myself all the time. If I make a mistake 
if I say something I regret or if I, yeah, say something that makes me feel weak and I, uh, and, and it plays out on my mind, I'll go home and I'll sit with myself or I'll sit with myself in the car and I'll say, okay, what happened? Yeah, this is, this is what happened. Yeah, it was kind of embarrassing and, you know, I, I felt this and, and I didn't like that and what would I do instead in that moment? Well, I would do this instead and okay, well, once you figure out what happened and what you would do instead, you resolve the issue so you could, your body can finally let it go. Some of us have traumas so dark that they are pushed deep within the unconscious mind. But the, en the energy is there and it's with you every day. You may feed that energy. You may feed that beast with alcohol, drugs, food, uh, materialism, video games. That's coping. Constant coping that leave people dependent on these band-aids to feel good. But it doesn't mean you're living with peace and love. It may make you feel good, but it you're living with this dependency. There is this unresolved energy that is sucking the, the health from you over 20 years, or it could be the rest of your life. And then you can also ask the question, if I repressed a traumatic moment, how can I bring it up to the surface? Well, First of all, deal with the traumas that you can recall. Start small. Work your way up to the more traumatic moments. When you begin to resolve events, then other events that you didn't know about or forgot about will come about. I always use this analogy or metaphor about the glass being full of water. Say somebody is walking around with a lot of baggage from their past, a lot of traumatic moments, and their glass is overflowing with water. The water is all that baggage, right? And so any other water that you pour into the glass, it will overflow, right? That's why the person is so sensitive. That's why the person is so reactive and angry and bitter. And so when that person starts to resolve their traumatic memories and resolve some of their past, they're, they're slowly emptying out the glass of water, right? And then, and then within that glass of water, new things bubble up to the surface. New events that they forgot about bubble up. And then when they resolve those events, they start to feel lighter and lighter and more relieved. So start small and build on this bravery to confront these events, right? You confront a, an event that causes you strong negative emotion. That's difficult, but you release that from the body and then you start to feel lighter and more confident that you're able to resolve the more difficult and traumatic events from your past. Because you have to relive those traumatic moments in order to resolve them. And I'll get into that in just a bit. But first, I want to 
read a passage from this powerful book called The Body Keeps the Score. And the author is Bessel van der Kolk. And I highly recommend you read this book. It's all about trauma, how we store trauma, and how we can relieve ourselves of our baggage. So I want to read a passage here. In order to regain control over yourself, you need to revisit the trauma. Sooner or later, you need to confront what has happened to you, but only after you feel safe and will not be re-traumatized by it. The first order of business is to find ways to cope with feeling overwhelmed by the sensations and emotions associated with the past. He also says, if we want to if we want to change post-traumatic reactions, we have to access the emotional brain and do limbic system therapy, repairing faulty alarm systems and restoring the emotional brain to its ordinary job of being a quiet background presence that takes care of the housekeeping of the body, ensuring that you eat, sleep, connect with intimate partners, protect your children, and defend against danger. Now, this is really interesting. He talks about limbic system therapy, and he's talking about the unconscious mind, but also the amygdala, which is in your unconscious mind. And we have to show the amygdala that the threat is dealt with and that there is no longer a threat present. So in order to let go, you must attach safety around these particular events rather than fear. The traumatic event is usually linked to physical sensations like chest tightness, body pains and zaps, headaches, body tightness. When the event is released, the symptom typically follows and the person usually feels lighter and a weight has been lifted from their shoulders. That's usually the case, especially when I would work with my clients to relieve them of their past traumas. I would see a change in them right after the meditation, right after the exercise. Now, I want to read another passage from The Body Keeps the Score. He says, Back in 1893, Pierre Jeunet, the first great explorer of trauma, wrote about the pleasure of completed action. And I regularly observe that pleasure when I practice sensory motor psychotherapy and somatic experiencing. When patients can physically experience what it would have felt like to fight back or run away, they relax, smile, and express a sense of completion. And I love that word, completion, right? They, it's resolved. They resolved it. And when these exercises are taking place, when I do them with my clients, or when you do them at home, 
typically what happens is that it's a, it's sort of like a meditation, right? You're sitting there with your eyes closed and the person guiding you, perhaps myself, I would bring you into your safe zone before we revisit the trauma, before you revisit the trauma. At the beginning of the meditation, usually I would bring you to a safe space before bringing you to the traumatic moment. And because you're doing this voluntarily, you're activating new circuits in your brain. And these new circuits override the old traumatic ones, the ones that are very sensitive, the ones that are linking the event to threat. And in my anxiety project program, I have a releasing tra trauma audio included in the program that guides you through this very exact practice. Very, very powerful. And I did this practice throughout my recovery. I did this practice to all of the traumatic events that occur in my life. And you can also start to deal with these traumatic events just by writing about the event. Understand what happened. You may find, which is usually the case, that the mind generates solutions to why this event happened and how you manage to get yourself in that scenario. And you understand yourself more. Maybe you are naive to get yourself into that scenario. Maybe you are foolish. And this allows you to be more aware of your mistakes. Maybe you were betrayed by somebody close to you. And then now you can be more aware of their mistakes, right? Because there's that part of you that is hanging on to, clinging to the past. A part of you is stuck in the past, holding on to it, because there's a part of you that doesn't understand what happened, how you got yourself in that scenario. And your unconscious mind is constantly reminding you to resolve it, to understand, hey, Brad, pay attention to me. I want you to pay attention to me because I want you to resolve this issue so that you don't fall into this trap again in the future. Remember, it's a safety mechanism built in all of us. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's episode Thank you for being here with me today. I'm so grateful for your comments. If you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I post videos on there weekly. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.